you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Watson going in the Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever fine podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it to make sure you're always getting your new Going In Raw notifications. Yeah. also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, we have a variety of reward tiers there starting from $1. You'd be shocked. Larson shocked at uh, how far $1 could go. We've got some exciting new stuff coming up on that dollar tier coming up very soon. we got a couple of new patrons uh, over the past 24 hours. Uh, here's a new one. This is an interesting uh, title, uh, name on the Patreon. Uh, I like turtles and based God T4 for life. I don't know. I mean, the kids are crazy these days, man. I don't know what they're talking about. Kevin Kernow and Greg Francisco. Thank you very much. That's a great name. That's like a 1940s detective name. Which Greg, one? Greg Francisco. Oh, yeah, that's good. Hey, how you doing, kid? Greg Francisco. I know who did it. And then he gets shot. It wasn't me, I tell you. <laughs> there you go. Twirling the mustache. <laughs> Wait a second. Now we're in the old time. That's like 1930s. but like 1940s. They, uh, things changed huge from the 1930s and 1940s, didn't they? Yeah. Huge. Well, even from the 1920s and 1930s, I think oh there was a lot of Oh, my goodness gracious. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, lots of stuff going on. Uh, we had a, so we had a lot of stuff yesterday. The All Elite Wrestling Oh, rally. yeah. Pac! Yeah, the big Pac reveal. Was that great. was huge. That was great. That he came straight from his Defiant match. Didn't change his clothes. No, he, he flew uh, a transatlantic flight in his ring gear. Uh-huh. Yep. Hair all wet. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. He, he was there ready for a match. That's why Pac's the best. Nikhil here in chat uh, says, Steve, did you forget to put up the poll on the community tab? No, because SmackDown always, do, always does well. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, honestly, their only reason is because I forgot. However, I didn't feel too bad about it. I'm not like, oh, I wonder what people thought. Everybody likes SmackDown. It was SmackDown. a fun show. It was a fun show. How can you disagree with that show? We had a killer main event. Um, Two really had, good uh, tag matches. We had a really fun Daniel Bryan segment. To oh, that was up. great. The show that was great, and we had Rey Mysterio dropping a destroyer on Almas. Yeah, no, I wasn't expecting that. Neither was I. That was fantastic. Wonder if they got the okay for that or not. They just went out there and did it. Do you think that somebody would have objected to that? Well, I mean, the pile jar is a banned move. We know that. Yeah, but they do reverse runners, don't they? On two hundred five live, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do that stuff on 205. Yeah, but that's not the same as the pile I'll be driver. honest with you. I'm still, I'm kind of surprised. Like, given the stuff that they do allow, especially on 205 Live, I'm surprised they still have the pile driver as a banned move. I know. When it's done properly, it really looks, I mean, it doesn't look bad at all. No. It's just when it's done improperly. Yeah. Like when Owen Hart drops Stone Cold. Yeah. Steve well, I mean, I th- yeah. I mean, pretty much the only person that should be, I mean, just in terms of legacy and whatnot, the only people that should be able to do tombstones, period, I think, at this point, are, are Undertaker and Kane. Yeah. At least yeah. for the foreseeable future. But pile drivers, yeah. I mean, generally people do them safely and correctly. I don't see what the deal is. Like, when you do it correctly, it just looks like a dude is falling on you as you're sitting yeah, down, I know. kind of. And if you if you keep your legs together enough, really their head is just hitting your legs. Right, exactly. And if they tuck so, their chin, it should be fine. But I, I don't think. know, man. That, that boy, boy. I don't know. It could. It, it's one of two things. They just went out there and did it. Or uh, WWE saying, "Hey, we, we got we got what they perceive as what Vince's weird mind perceives as competition breathing down his neck, and so he goes out. We'll, we'll kick off the show by mentioning this. Uh, apparently, allegedly, several. Well, no, it's not apparently. Even allegedly, there's someone from Pro Wrestling she, or Pro Wrestling Tees 
who had this happen to them. They reported about it on Twitter that they wouldn't in, try to get the show with uh, AEW gear. Yeah. And they were turned away. Yeah. People tried to buy tickets wearing AEW gear and were turned away. And, of course, I think Pro Wrestling Sheet reached out to WWE and they said, oh, yeah, that's not a directive from us. Yeah. Like, why would security do that unilaterally? Security's on video saying, uh, so apparently... Like after they originally were turning people away, they were they started to be cool with it apparently, and they're like, "Yeah, you can come in." But then there was one Twitter picture of a dude wearing his shirt inside out. Said he was told to do that. Yeah, some other people I guess weren't even allowed to go buy WWE shirts. Yeah, to put over their AEW shirts. Right. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That is so ridiculous. Ridiculous. That is so ridiculous, man. Petty. 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 Change it. Fickle. Change it. Yeah. So that's kind of ridiculous. And then also on the petty end of the scale, uh, Chris Jericho, uh, apparently immediately after his uh, signing, and apparently he did sign. There's like a Twitter yeah, video. Yeah, I saw the Twitter video. Actually signed, signing. signing a contract. Yeah, he it's was removed. He, oh, sorry, he was moved from active superstar uh, list on .com to alumni, and then they took him out of the opening video package. So if you pay attention, there's a shot of him. There was a shot of him. Pen, list. Yeah. Gone. That's Cesaro now. Yeah. The best way to indicate you don't care is just to don't do anything. Yep. You know, but this is like literally just Vince on the phone. Ah, get it out of there. That's terrible. That's so, that's so silly. And then they wonder why WB is seen as cool. Right? They do dumb stuff that's like that. That's so silly. That is so silly. You know, and all they, all they really, if they want to avoid this whole thing is that they just, you know, use Cody Rhodes properly. <laughs> I know you would avoid the whole thing. <laughs> Just don't make him be Stardust. I know that's so dumb. It's so pretty much silly. that's that because the guy has like all the he's got all the that's the inciting incident. Of pretty much all this. <laughs> yeah, Stardust. Stardust. They said you have to be Stardust. Wasn't it well, Stephanie? He, didn't he say it was Stephanie? They came up with the idea, but he was going to do it for a while. Then he wanted to go back to being Cody, I think, mm -hmm. and he wanted to have like a feud with his brother and stuff. And they were like, "No, it's you're so, Stardust. It's so silly." But uh, their WWE, Vince will be Vince. They have a lot of, you know, it's funny, man. WWE, they have a lot of great stuff going on. But sometimes Vince will just be Vince, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, speaking of great stuff, SmackDown, like we said, another fun oh, episode fun last show. night. Uh, magnifique, even. Uh, and uh, we have a, uh, an opponent for Asuka. Um, why don't we get right into your theory, Larson? Oh, you may he talk came about this? in this morning. Oh, okay. And he yeah, said, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, we'll, we'll get into the details of the main event in a bit, but uh, yeah. the outcome was Becky Lynch is facing Asuka. At Rumble, yes. At the Royal Rumble for the Women's SmackDown uh, title. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've only painted this this theory in broad strokes as okay. of now, but it's, the nutshell is Ronda's going to lose to Sasha uh -huh. due to interference from Becky and or Charlotte. Yeah. Um, Becky will lose to Asuka based on interference from somebody. Yeah. Which, you know, you got or she'll get herself DQ'd or something. Um, which, you know, you'd, you'd think, well, two wonky finishes for both women's title matches. I don't want to see that. Well, it, kicks, it accomplishes yeah. several things. One, it sets up Ronda versus Becky versus Charlotte Mania with no titles involved whatsoever, and it can be above brands sure. without having to worry about anybody bringing someone over to Raw or SmackDown or anything like that. Two, it furthers the storyline of Horsewoman versus Horsewoman, which mm -hmm. I'm guessing they still want to do at some point, and they still want to build to, and then if they start laying the groundwork here, they can start building up to that at SummerSlam. A bit of game. See, I think the wonky finish idea is fine, if because what what you're saying is it it'll feel kind of like going back to what was it uh, Survivor Series '98 uh, gang rules gang warfare. You know, a bit a little well, bit I mean, of '97, '97, '97. Yeah, '98 was Deadly Games. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'm thinking of the the Montreal Screwjob. Yeah, uh, yeah. One gang hits you, the other gang hits back. I kind of like that. I think, but th the question is. Here's the thing. I do firmly believe I'm, I'm halfway with you. I think either Becky and Ronda are both going to come out of the Rumble holding their titles or neither are going to hold their titles. Yeah, I'm coming leaning towards out. neither. But if it's neither. See, like Becky and Charlotte could say, well, Ronda, I'm going to come out and, and cost you your title. because That's what we did to us at TLC. Justification is already there. Put that belt on Sasha. Sasha is, you know, a uh, uh, shoot. Part of WWE's four horsewomen. Yeah. As is Bailey. Yeah. You have that done, ready to go. Yeah. You have eight months, whatever, to build up to it now. Mm -hmm. Seven and a half months to build yeah. up to it at SummerSlam. Get Jessamyn Duke, Marina Shafir ready in those seven months down in NXT. You can bring up Baszler in the interim. Mm -hmm. She's there to help introduce Duke and Shafir to the NXT universe. Bring her up after the Rumble if she drops that belt to Bianca Belair. Have them keep working. 
develop their skills. So by the time a SummerSlam comes around, they might be ready. See, um, I'm thinking like I think that's too soon. I think I think you can still do the same exact thing you're talking about, but just kick it over to the next Mania. Like you set it up, you set it up at this Rumble, or even yeah, you set it up at this Rumble. It really kicks into gear at this Mania with Becky versus uh, Ronda. And then the following mania is when you have the big four horsewoman potentially four horsewoman, um, and then also freeze up for because Jessamine and Marina sure, they need time. Oh yeah, they I know need, they need know. a lot more time. Yeah, probably. Um, and also, it frees up the rumble for someone else to win it, other than you know their top tier uh, women. Yeah. So we, you know, I mean, as great as we to see Becky have that moment where she goes out and wins the rumble. Um, if she's already involved, we know it's going to be her and Ronda or her Ronda and Charlotte in some capacity. Um, it allows uh, someone else to make a star of themselves at the Rumble this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they go one-on-one, let's see, if what you're saying is true, if Asuka retains, uh, Charlotte goes on to win the Rumble, she gets Asuka, that's your, I mean, that's your non-kickoff. That's a, that's a good match. Yeah. Asuka, uh, Charlotte, too. Yeah. Asuka gets her win back. Yeah, or if it's, if it's, if it's Ronda, Becky, Charlotte at Mania, then you can have, uh, there's a couple ways they can go. They can have Bailey win the Rumble and challenge Sasha at Mania. Mm-hmm. That'd be huge. That'd be good. That'd be good. Or or have Ember Moon win the Rumble. I think you're going to get Charlotte Oscar. I think potentially. I think that's why I, I think it's going to be one on one. I mean, we've kind of heard rumors that they're going to be good, that they want to go in that direction anyways. And I think Charlotte Oscar too is a hell of a match at Mania. Oh yeah, that'd be great. I think it'd be good. I really like the idea of Bailey and Sasha also mm-hmm. um, at uh, May. I think that's that's not a kickoff show match. That's a bigger match because yeah. we know what they can do. We've seen it before. Um, <clears throat> I really like the scenario. I just wonder if they'd. It's a ballsy move to take that title off of Ronda. I mean, it's a big, big storyline. Yeah, move yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is to ballsy. do that, and they don't really do that very often. And the, but, I mean, how long are they going to have her be undefeated? I know. I agree. Look, and, and, and if and if Becky especially costs her the match, mm-hmm. it doesn't make Ronda look bad. Yeah. No, I know. I know. We saw it. We already saw it at a uh, at uh, <clears throat> the, that ladder match at TLC. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I like that idea. Uh, let's get right into. Oh, uh, uh, Chris Armas here says, uh, "When do we get guaranteed peed on deals shirts?" Oh, I don't know. That's a that's a that's a pretty that's a very niche thing. niche thing. Yes. Speaking of shirts, though, um, who was it on Twitter? So a bunch of our some of our friendos were at uh, were at the uh, the rally yesterday. Yeah, and uh, apparently Hangman Page had some kind words for the Slayer. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. If I can find it here, that's uh, really neat. See here, I just I tweet way too much. Oh, here we go. So, uh, G Sith on Twitter was there. Karen was there also. Yeah, yeah. And they, that's, they took a picture yeah, yeah, together. Yeah. And, uh, he said, uh, hangman page, like the Slayer shirt I was wearing. I said, what's the story? He said, going through the signing line, page looks up, stops, look at the shirt, looks at the shirt and then asks what the shirt is. Explain to him about the show. And he said he really liked the style. Oh, that's cool. Pretty neat. That's got to feel good. You can get that shirt now, friendomarket.com. Is it still on sale? Uh, yeah, I never took the sale That's off. That's fine. So you can get it right now for 20 bucks. You get the Slayer shirt and the stickers with it. It's a great uh, deal. Maybe we should send one to uh, Adam Page. Yeah, let's, yeah. At the Jaguar Stadium? Where yeah. we send it to him? Yeah. Probably, yeah. yeah, I guess so. Hangman Page. Yeah, care, care of, of All Elite Wrestling. Tony Khan, All Elite Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, anyways, kick off the show first, Larson. Uh, so uh, Daniel Bryan opened the show uh, in the concessions area. Dropping a promo in front of a concession stand, uh, berating the people uh, there around the concession stands and those of us watching at home for our mindless consumerism. Yeah. Dumping all sorts of toxins into our body, mm-hmm. wrecking ourselves, wrecking the environment. Yeah, man. Um, at one point, he he makes his way over to a little table where a couple guys are sitting there eating some hot dogs. He grabs a hot Hold dog. Hold on. Not just a couple guys. Local enhancement Sorry, local talent. enhancement talent. He grabs the hot dog from one of the local enhancement talent. And starts saying, you, 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 you eat this garbage to fill a void. Mm-hmm. The same void that AJ Styles fills for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, say, he pretty much called AJ Styles like an empty wrestler. Yeah, basically, yeah. Something yeah. that makes you feel good in the moment, but you forget about two minutes later. Yeah, he's like some Taco Bell. Yeah. yeah. Um, or a hot dog. Or a concession. Well, yeah, those concession hot dogs are really good, though. That's not empty. Man. At the moment. Yeah. But he's right. You eat this stuff, and then 10 minutes later, you feel like garbage. Yeah, I guess so. Your body shuts down. Well, those chicken, the chicken strips they have at Arco are pretty yeah, good. Yeah, those are really good. My body actually feels pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it feels pretty those. good. Unless yeah. I eat the whole thing of fries, and then I, then I start to regret that. Anyways, so he, he berates the guy, 
and his friends for eating these hot dogs because they're saying this, this is vacuous. This, this, this is momentary happiness, but it's unfulfilling in the end. It's good. And then he throws it at him. Yeah. And he goes to a guy who has an extra large soda, grabs a Hold soda. Hold on. Not just a guy. Sorry, local enhancement talent. Um, grabs the soda. So look at all this. Plastic straw, plastic lid, plastic cup. This all ruins the environment. Again, this, this drink is like AJ Styles. It's satisfying in the moment, but in the end, empty. Throws it at him. Yeah. Great stuff. He moves, moves over to the merch table. He says, look at this, more mindless consumerism. Now, that merch guy was not local enhancement talent. No. That guy was, I think, a legitimate merch guy. And he, yeah. said, he said, do you have any Yes Movement shirts? And the guy went, Says, oh, that's right. You don't because I killed the Yes Movement. Yes Movement is dead. And the dude was acting like a NPC character. He yeah. was just like, yeah. He kept on moving like this. Yeah. And the, mm-hmm. then uh, Daniel Bryan looks at the table and there's some of AJ Styles' uh, gloves. He picks them up. Says, look at this. All this consumerism just means nothing. This is empty. <laughs> and then he starts work, making his way down the stands. This was my favorite bit. Oh, this was great. He says, everybody is weak, submissive, and impotent. So he go to people's faces. Weak. Change it. <laughs> <laughs> Submissive, change it. <laughs> it goes to this, this large fella and says, Impotent, change it. The, the guy, guy goes, says, I am not impotent. He goes, No, I'm not. <laughs> and then Daniel Bryan says, I am changing the world. Oh, that was great. That's so good. Oh, man. Oh, that's See, so that's, good. That's how you take subtle shots at all elite wrestling. I don't even think he's taking a shot, though. I think he just thinks it's funny that he's he's referencing that. I don't think he's taking a shot at that. No, I'm just saying WWE in general. Sometimes they'll take whether whether it was a, whether you consider it a shot, a poke, uh, having a laugh, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, they will reference things. Yes, yes, to yes. some like. I, the the Vince thing with AJ when he had AJ hit him, a lot of people thought that was the, rem- being the elite and I kind of think it probably was. It really did because it was so weird. It was so out of left field. That's an appropriate way to 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 give a wink and a nod. Say, hey, we know you're out there, but we're not sweating it. Not turning people away for yeah, their I know. shirts. I know. I mean, do you think there's a writer somewhere writing this stuff for Daniel Bryan? Doubtful. Oh, I think so. I, no, here's the thing. I think it's collaborative. It could be. I yeah, think yeah. we've heard. I think haven't we heard that it's collaborative? I think we've heard that it's collaborative. But I, I'm this, uh, so much of what he does feels like it's from himself. I want to say that his Jimmy, I want to say that Jimmy Jacobs during his uh, his 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 little live streamer is talking about writing yeah, yeah, in yeah, WWE. Yeah, yeah. I think he said something along the lines of, for some of the guys, you know, it's a collaborative thing. Oh, it could be. And it wouldn't. Hey, look, it wouldn't surprise me if Daniel Bryan wrote his own stuff. But it also wouldn't surprise me if he if he had a writer. Oh, potentially. And, Anyways, and I guess they worked. I guess my point is, is no one's handing Daniel Bryan a script and say, "Read this." No, I don't think they. I, I really doubt that as well. Um, so if, if there's any little references or maybe little uh, fun jabs that, for example, in this case, maybe AEW, mm-hmm. I, th- I don't think it's meant to be. Uh, I don't think there's insulting. Mal- I don't think there's yes, malice no malice. Behind it. I think, but I mean, there doesn't have to be in order for it to be still be a reference to. Oh it. yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I guess that's my point is I don't think this because he's referencing doesn't mean he's taking a jab at anybody. No, yeah, no, I don't think so. And I think it's it, I think it's totally fun and appropriate for WWE to reference that stuff in in a fun mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's not appropriate for them to turn away people who are trying to give you money. I know you have an attendance issue right now. Oh, yeah. you have an attendance issue. Yeah, why would you turn anybody away? Number one, I know. And number two, like just. You're not going anywhere. You're fine. No, you're no. too big to fail at this no, point. You really lo- are. You're losing the goodwill game if you if you do that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So Daniel Bryan makes his way to the ring, and he's instantly attacked by our truth because they have a match. Um, match starts. Uh, it's it's a pretty fun match while it lasts. It's pretty short because Daniel Bryan wins pretty quickly with a knee plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, pins our truth, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, Daniel Bryan celebrating, walking up the ramp. He's about to go backstage. AJ Styles attacks him. Um, beats him up a little bit and then shoulder tackles him into the LED board. That was mm. neat. Yeah. Um, eventually they're separated and we move on with the show. Actually, we move on directly into like the second match, this tag match, which was awesome. I Yeah, I loved it. That was so, that was, was there even a commercial break? There had to have been, right? There was a commercial break, a picture-in-picture commercial break during the entrances for the tag match. Okay, okay. Which is, hey, that's how you utilize a picture-in-picture. Right. So we don't lose any action. Right. Exactly, and I because I thoroughly I remember being like, okay, cool, they're going to commercial, and then I and I look right back and I'm like, oh, they're already kicking this match off. It was yeah. very quick. I was very yeah. impressed. No, they just they were one on commercial for the entirety of of the entrances for all four of them. So That's it was awesome. Rey Mysterio, Mustafa Ali versus Andrade Cien Almas and Samoa Joe. You couldn't ask for a more perfect match. 
and a more perfect outcome for the situation. Yes. We had Almas picking up the pin after just a so much fun. Half the match, I kept on looking over at Mustafa Ali whenever he wasn't in the in the match, and he had just a big smile on his face. <laughs> he sees Ray getting beat up. He still has a smile on his face. Like, come on, tag me down. Yeah, I want no, back in. I know. It's- How, dude, this has got to be cloud nine for Mustafa Ali. Oh, yeah, Ali. and he's in the Rumble. And he's in the Rumble. He's in the Rumble. He's in the Rumble. Um, there's this great spot where Samoa Joe catches Mustafa Ali when he's trying to do like a plancha, a springboard, uh, uh, sorry, slingshot plancha. Catches them and then uh, fall away slam onto the announce table. That was awesome. That was great. That you can tell great. Mustafa Ali is just having a blast. Oh, yeah, for sure. And he's going to really get himself over taking bumps like that. Yep. And then we saw Ray hit a Canadian destroyer on a pretty crazy spot. So they did like the thing. I don't the, know. The flip thing. And then Ray reversed it like they go into a destroyer, together. yeah. And then, and then there's just a bunch of movement and destroyer. And destroyer. <laughs> Have we ever seen a destroyer like that on WWE television? <laughs> no, man. I don't even see, I don't know if I've seen a destroyer like that in that sequence. Usually it's a fairly standard, like they get him into like what powerbomb position, they flip over him and they yeah, do destroy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was like, oh, I did not see that coming. I at know, all. I know. Oh, so and they did like replay after replay after I replay. Know, I know, and, and Corey Graves said the word pile driver. Yeah. Oh man, they see that's just gonna loosen it up. Loosen it up a little bit. People will lie. And that's the thing. As and this is the, the the sad thing for me is that it was, you know, I, I I'm I'm obsessed with Twitter, so I'm on there all the time. And so I watch the I watch the West Coast feed so I can hang out with the family during the East Coast feed. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and have dinner and so we watch Counterpart on Stars. J.K. Simmons in a oh you mentioned Ultra that yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Show. Anyways, um, so I saw that on on in GIF form first, and I was like, man, you know what's cool is that usually the cool moves in GIF form happen for like New Japan. Yeah, I know. You know, I'm like this. WWE you keep you got on cool doing move. just cool stuff like this. I know, in man. New Japan and 205 Live because there was that spell one like 205 Live. They were just doing cool thing. They were cool doing thing. Spanish Fly reverse Rana. Spanish yeah. Fly reverse Rana. <laughs> right, exactly. Spanish Fly reverse Rana. But uh, yeah, no, this is a this is a killer match. Almost, oh, and to set up the finish, almost freaking caught a six one nine. Yeah, backbreaker or gutbuster, hammerlock DDT. Oh, I was I was like looking everywhere. I was like, nobody's gonna break this up. Nobody's gonna yeah, break no, this up. Huge, huge so win. Almost for got El a Ilo. win, and he reversed a six one. Nobody reversed like Randy Orton. It's the only guy that, like really reversed the six one nine these days. Oh man, yeah. that was killer. That was great. Great match. That was a really great. Hopefully match. We get. Give Ray and and almost oh a feud twenty minutes on it's not gonna be the rumble because everybody in this match was in the rumble but the pay per view after that fast like give twenty minutes nah man listen screw your twenty minutes give me a three month feud with many twenty minute matches that's what I want I didn't mean just twenty minutes I meant a feud with at least one twenty minute at match, least man. one twenty five give them match. the whole first hour of SmackDown yeah woo great great hot great hot great I loved these promos for the women's match yeah that was good again. Not some silly backstage with atmosphere your, mood with your you dramatic know, lighting thirty frames. I get we we got twenty four frames. Yeah, dramatic lighting, super depth. Of, like I don't know what the massive out of focus stuff was behind her. No, but she looked pristine. All these little promo bits look great. They were looking off camera. Yeah, and it was like an interview setup. Yeah, with no interviewer. It was like it was like a, a sit down interview for like one of their documentaries, mm-hmm. but it was to promote the main event for the night. Yeah, it was good. Oh man, it was really good. Carmella, heck of a, a promo job too. Yeah, man, she's a good talker. It was like a good three minutes or so, mm-hmm. and uh, and man, I thought she killed it. She yeah. basically said, you know, everybody writes me off, um, but I look better than than them when I do it. What's I was wrong women's with that? champion for 130 some days. I beat Charlotte twice. I beat Oscar. Yeah. Describing her bona fides. I thought it was good. Uh, uh, next, an Usos promo. They got some new jackets that are pretty cool. Uh, no, they're not. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Usos brand. Dude, it was too much Uso brand. I figured no you, like, you like the all over thing. I do. But it was like eight. It was so like the, the black hoodie aspect of it was Yeah, there was cool. like 16 different little patches. And there was like Uso some brand. weird like frills going on. That, that looked kind of, it was like futuristic. But there was like eight different Uso logos. Yeah, man. All they couldn't decide on one Uso brand logo, so they went with all of them. Let's do eight and throw them all on. Yeah, there. it's fantastic stuff. Uh, they had a promo saying uh, they got matched against Thebard Knight. If they win, they're going to be number one contenders. Get a tag title shot at Rumble. Yep. Uh, next, Shane and Miz backstage. Uh, Miz says, "Hold on, why are the Usos getting a potential shot at the title? Shouldn't we be doing that? We're the best tag team in the world." Yeah. And uh, he says, "You're, you know, you, you got some stroke around here." 
Exert your power. Get us the tag match. Shane say, I don't, I, I don't do that. He says, look, I am getting hyped about tagging with you. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's great. But, you know, we're all about opportunity here. And also, we're on the same page. Yeah. We need to be ready before. Yeah, we man. They need to take stuff. on they some more match, well, local they, enhancement They had like talent. one or two matches together. They need some more local enhancement Yes, talent. they need some squash matches. Mm-hmm. And the Miz transitions to one to talk about ring gear. Shane grabs his phone out of his pocket and says, oh, I got to go. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good little thread right there. Yeah. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, next, a Rusev promo. Um, you know what actually legitimately bums me out about the Shane Miz thing hmm. is that that's the Mania match. I know. I really want them to be a tag team me for too. Like a year. Me too. I think it'd be entertaining. <laughs> that sounds fun. Uh, a Rusev promo where apparently now Lana's hurt because she took a bump. Yeah. But she's a wrestler too. Yeah. She just took a pretty standard bump. Yeah, she probably shouldn't be wrestling if that's going to take But I know, but like business. in kayfabe, yeah. it's, she's a wrestler. She's taken bumps before. Oh, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, you pick one, you know? Either be delicate valet. Yeah, at least yeah she for storyline purposes. From Zelina Vega, man, she's out there throwing down. Yeah. Um. So uh, Rusev's down the ring and he says, uh, "I'm not out here as Bulgarian brute, even though I have the body of like a thousand Hemsworth brothers." Yeah. Um. I'm here as a husband. He starts playing with his wedding ring. Mm-hmm. Um. He says Lana's hurt. Um. So uh, Nakamura, come out here. Uh, we cut to the Titan Tron. There's a uh, Nakamura in the production truck. Mm-hmm, yeah, and he says, "I'm going to show He's the sitting footage." Sitting next to Hilton. Yeah, I'm going to show the footage to you that proves that it wasn't my fault. And he slaps the production guy on the back. They roll the tape. Yeah, and that's what we saw in SmackDown. But then they make sure that they rewind and emphasize Rusev kicks Shinsuke with Lana on him, which was of her volition. <clears throat> Shinsuke falls from the kick. Lana gets hurt. So Larson, in your estimation. Whose fault was this? It was everybody's fault. Now, clearly it was Rusev's fault. Clearly. Why? You don't notice? You don't notice that your wife is hanging on this dude and, you know, cause and effect happens? But if Nakamura hadn't attacked Rusev, Lana wouldn't have ever been on For every action, there is a reaction. No one (laughs) in the situation is faultless, Steve. Um, So Rusev says... uh, uh, Nakamura is still in the production truck. Says, okay, well, if you're not going to come to me, I'm going to go find you. Mm-hmm. So he goes backstage. He starts looking for Nakamura. Nakamura comes out of nowhere and crushes Rusev with a road case mm-hmm. um, a couple times. Uh, Adam Pierce, Jamie Noble come to break things up. Um, Nakamura hits Kinshasa. And he seemed really happy with himself, so that was good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next, Becky Lynch promo. Again, uh, atmosphere, depth of field, cinematography. Good stuff. All good stuff. Yeah. Great stuff. Uh, next, we had a fantastic match between Thebar and the Usos. I wish they'd take that up a notch a little bit. Like, we get these uh, these promos here, but like the, uh, the the Mustafa Ali ones we really liked. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, Go yeah, outside. Yeah. I know. Put it in black and white even. I know. 
If it's raining outside, even better. Oh, I know. That's some of the best ones Mustafa Ali did when it was raining outside. It was raining, you know. It was great. I love that, man. Just Heck give yeah. Give it a little bit more cinematic feel. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Agreed. This, this match was, was great. Yeah, it was a really fun match. Thebar versus the Usos. I kind of wish we hadn't got a, a wonky finish, but Me anyways. Um, but it was protected, so I guess it's fine. Oh, I know. Plus, I really like this angle. I think it makes me laugh. It is kind of funny, especially the reveal backstage. Yeah. That was well done. Um, anyways, Mandy Rose comes out to the ramp in a towel. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she says, uh, Jimmy, I need you to help me find the my my gold top and gold shorts I left in your hotel room. Yeah. Oh. Whoa. Jimmy's distracted. He eats a neutralizer from Cesaro. Yeah. The bar picks up the win. Yeah. Uh, Miz comes down the ring, congratulates the bar for their victory, but he says, I want match against you. Shane and I do. And uh, uh, Cesaro says, well, let me talk to my partner. Miz eats a bro kick. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cesaro says, oh, a match against an untested team, we accept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Done. It was great. I love Cesaro. He's so, <laughs> even, even with his accent, he's so charismatic. Oh, I know. He's so great. Oh, I love that team. I think they're fantastic. They're great. Um, so so that, back- should be, that should be a fun, uh, a oh, fun yeah. rumble match right there. So backstage, uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville are walking. Mandy just like, in one like fluid motion just takes the towel off and throws it off and she's got her ring gear underneath the towel yeah, she she's had, had her yeah. hair covering she's not walking around i mean if you think about it, it makes sense yeah you but know? she had her hair covering like the straps to her top yeah so you yeah. couldn't see it very deceptive but it was great thought she and, was nakedy and then you know they were all pleased with themselves naomi comes out of nowhere lays them both out eventually though <laughs> that's brutal too the great thing is like i think mandy rose on her Instagram, I saw this later on from somebody else's Twitter. I don't know, somebody retweeted it. And like somebody uh, like had uh, a phone up and videotaped the sequence being filmed. So you see like the cameraman in there and everything. And Manny Rose like barefoot. And it looks just as brutal, just sort of like from, you know, a long shot as well. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's phone. It was great. It was like World Star. <laughs> um, Naomi lays them both out. But eventually, Sonia and Mandy get the upper hand. And then Jimmy runs in, says, what are you doing? <laughs> it makes the save. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. There wasn't a whole lot of urgency from Jimmy there. No. He uh, seems tickled by the whole thing. Yeah. Too. You know, I'm sure he's flattered. <laughs> uh, next, Charlotte promo again. Cinematography, depth of field. Very good. Dramatic, mood, lighting. And she says, I really have nothing left to prove. This is all about me or something i don't know what she said but it was good yeah, it was good i was too busy appreciating the cinematography of the film yes the yes yes you're wrapped in the production technique <laughs> exactly uh next this might have been the highlight of the show for me uh daniel bryan was leaving the the arena uh he has an interview and then kayla asked him you know night didn't go well for you he's like of course not somebody spilled mustard on my t-shirt mm-hmm. there's a huge yellow mustard stain. yeah I think Denise say something like that, that impotent man in the crowd spilled mustard on me. <laughs> and then she says, well, I thought I, I, I meant, you know, AJ Styles attacking you. And then he went off on AJ. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah, this was so good. I, I think, dude, I honestly, I think you're probably right. I think 90% of it is probably just Daniel Bryan doing Daniel Bryan. Because also when you look at his interviews that aren't on TV, that I I would actually be surprised. I mean, do you think anybody actually scripts the stuff that you don't see on TV? I'd be surprised. Me too. I mean, why would you take the effort? And plus, it's an opportunity for them to just practice improv. Exactly. Um, They're so good and they're so in lockstep with what he does on TV that like, you know, maybe he just, maybe people pitch him ideas. Mm-hmm. But like, hey, you could or say Or he this. pitches them ideas. They give him an early, like, you know, like an that early could draft be, and yeah. he rewrites it or something. Yeah. So that was great. Uh, next, Miz backstage. Um, Shane finds him. Shane's like, what are you doing? And Miz says, well, I'm doing what you said to do. We got to go out and, 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 and take on challenges. That's how it works in New Japan, man. You just go out there and you challenge them. Exactly. And Shane was like, no, that's not how we're going to do things. But okay. <laughs> Matches on. Yeah. Yeah. I like it, man. I like that Shane is on board. I know. And it's felt natural. It's felt organic. It's felt, it's felt good. I don't want them to get one loss at the Rumble, which they're going to lose. And then break up and then break up. Oh, man, they might win. Do you think see that's I, I real I will mark out not as much as I marked out for Pac, but they win and then defend the titles at Mania. Is this a thing they're going to keep going? I hope so. They shouldn't do a one on one match. And I think the crowd likes it. Yeah, I think so. No, they shouldn't do one on one. Save it to if they're going to do a SummerSlam. Exactly. 
they're going to have him break up. Because that's sort of a more fun match anyways. And Shane needs to dial back on the one-on-one. Because then, you know, at Mania, it's Shane in a singles match. He's going to do something crazy. Yeah. I don't want to see that, man. I don't want to see him get hurt. No. Same. And that brings us to our main event. event. Becky Lynch versus Carmella versus Charlotte. Number one contender match. Has anybody improved as much as Carmella since the brand draft? You know, the really surprising thing about it, because I was thinking about that exact thing last night. I was like, when did she really have time to, like, hone her craft? You know what I mean? She didn't wrestle in NXT. Barely. Did she? She had a few televised matches she in NXT. She did? Yeah, yeah. She had a couple yeah. matches in NXT? Yeah. Okay. After I don't Enzo remember and Cass got called up, especially. I remember that. Okay. All right. All right. Um but she, but then she got called up fairly quickly. She was Mr. Irrelevant yeah, in the draft. Yeah. And uh, she has had like no time. I and mean, granted, I know she's been on TV regularly for a while now. And on the road. And on the road, obviously. But like in terms of having that time just to yourself to practice and hone your craft, in, not in front of a crowd. Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, she's, she's up to the test. Like she's, mm-hmm. not, she's not the wrestler that Charlotte or Becky Lynch are, but man, she can basically in hold her own. In both these triple threat matches, this one at SummerSlam, she's held her own. She's put, her in, she's put in like probably her best performances. Yep. yep. Yeah. And she's great on the mic too. And she's really, really good on the mic. Yeah, she is. Charlotte finally hit that moonsault. Yeah, that was nice. On both Becky and mm-hmm. Carmella. Mm-hmm. I remember the last time we've seen her actually hit that moonsault. In fact, later on this match, she tries to moonsault the outside. Gets nothing yeah it gets and it just sort of falls yeah carmella so evades and, and, and charlotte just falls that always freaks me out i just think i in my like in my estimation everybody's legs are just made of like glass and so whenever i see because especially charlotte's legs are so long mm. whenever i see her when she does a moonsault it's like the to the bottom to the floor yeah it just makes me free just well, freaks that's, me that's out. a pretty far drop too like her boots are so i don't know there's like no support there it just i always think of sid I think that everybody, like, Sid, that's just the, the norm. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's just going to, like, they're they're just going to get annihilated. Well, I mean, Sid was, at, what, in his 40s when that happened? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's top-heavy. Still. Oh, yeah. Still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, in my mind, that's because that kind of is worst-case scenario. Yeah. Like, I've seen worst-case scenario, so in my mind, that's, like, everything. Well, then he tried to jump off the second rope, kick somebody, and land on one leg. Mm. So yeah. he had 300 plus pounds on oh, one, God. one, one skinny, skinny little calf. Cause he didn't do leg days, man. He didn't. If he did, it was just, it was just the quad curls. Yeah. <laughs> well, he might have did some squats, but he know. definitely wasn't doing calf lifts. Yeah. I don't know, man. Freaking Sid. Oh, that, that's just traumatized me. Yeah. You saw uh, the Kevin Ware injury. Uh, live. Live yeah. as it happened, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the worst. Did you see that one that happened in the Cowboys game? I texted you about. No, I no. You text every time there's a nasty injury. You text me, and then this is what I do. I'm like, oh man. I go on Twitter, and I, I literally start doing this. Yeah. I sort of try to get it that's, in my periphery. That's why I do it to you. And then I I sort of like watch up to the point. Like if it's a live replay, I watch up to kind of the point, and then I just turn it off. Yeah. I've never I never watch them. I can't. It just it hurts too much. And then I described it to you. Yeah, I know. I, I'm fine with your descriptions. Like it's probably worse in my mind when you describe it to me. No, that was pretty bad. Okay, so wait, what happened with this latest one? Because all you told me was the picture that you saw. And that's mostly, well, I saw, I, there was a, some video on Twitter that I got to the point where he's getting tackled and you can see his ankle get caught underneath the tackler. Uh, and I was like, okay, this isn't going to be bad. Yeah. Or this isn't going to be good, sorry. And so I stopped watching. Oh, yeah. And then I was reading up on it and then I saw a picture of him laying on his stomach, but his foot was pointing upward. So, How, so is it career ending? Is it season ending? Oh, well, it? season ending. Well, yeah, because yeah. he'll need surgery to yeah. to repair both the bones and his in to make ankle. it go the right way. Yeah, and what do be you some think? Plates and screws. What's and stuff. like the first thing they do? Do you think in that situation? Yeah, they probably get a get a Russian right to. Well, they probably need to make sure that there's no uh, potential uh, blood flow issues. Oh yeah, especially with with it that bad. Yeah, because of the blood flow issues, and then that's that puts the foot in jeopardy. Um, then probably nerve stuff, and they want to set it and probably get in there and, and get it fixed right away. Yeah, because that's probably demolished when they set it. Like, what do you? Think? Well, I mean, depends. <laughs> I'm well, they'll, 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 they'll go and take X-rays depending on the the extent of the damage. Like, if the if both bones are just shattered, so it's just it's just stick. It's just like behind him, like until surgery, basically. Like I said, it depends. Yeah, it Ugh. depends. Oh, they need to, to see what the extent of the damage is. Cause if they try to set it and both bones are just shattered, then it's not going to do any good. Yeah. So they'll probably have to go in and, and repair it surgically right away. That sucks. That mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. 
or as soon as they can. I mean, they, also they have to deal with swelling. There's a lot of swelling in there. They don't want to operate quite yet, so they'll put it in cast to keep it immobile. But it's just sitting backwards. Just no, they'll probably turn it around. They'll, they'll just hurt. they'll just do that. They'll go like that. It'll hurt. Yeah, but they'll. Do that. It's like Civil War era stuff, man. But I guess they, maybe you have, I don't know. Maybe they have to make sure they don't twist it the wrong way because then you can constrict blood vessels. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's a complete 360. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to do that. No, you got to make sure you turn it the right way. <laughs> it's messed up, man. It's all messed up. Don't do anything, anybody. Just don't go out. Don't Anyways, do anything. We got way off track. Yeah, no, it was great. Um, that uh, top rope natural selection that Charlotte hit on Becky was pretty cool. Yeah, that was right. And then Carmella kicks Charlotte and then goes for the pin. Car- uh, Charlotte breaks it up. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte puts Carmella in the figure eight. Becky breaks it up with top rope leg drop. Charlotte kicks out. Uh, Becky transitions directly into disarm her. Uh, Carmella breaks it up with super kick. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte spears Becky, but then Charlotte eats a kick from Carmella. Um, Becky comes to puts Carmella and disarm her. Carmella taps. Becky wins. Um, Oscar comes down the ring. They have a stare down. Talk some trash. End show. I liked uh, I liked during the the pre match uh, crap talk bit. When uh, Becky like pointed at Charlotte, she pointed at the crowd, said, "Look, they're all cheering for me." And then Charlotte says, "I can do that too." Woo! Oh, and the whole great. crowd goes, "Woo!" I know, that Becky was great. Goes, yeah, okay, I know that was good. That was good stuff. They Before the like- first commercial break in this match, uh, Becky had the upper hand, goes down the floor, and starts doing this. This is my show. Yeah, that was good stuff. Great, great, great. It's all great. Anyways, excellent episode of SmackDown. Wildly entertaining. Best but, stuff. Before we do questions, I want to do this real quick, just because I. Uh, I brought it, and I don't want to forget it. Oh, yeah. Um, you have I, something for set, yes? I ordered something for the set. I ordered a while ago, and I just keep on forgetting to bring it in. But look at this, man. The last time the Royal... Maybe the last time a big four pay-per-view. I could be wrong. Oh, yeah, Royal Rumble, yeah. The Royal Rumble was at Arco Arena here in town. I got us a show post. Cool. Look at that bad boy. What year was that? 92. Brett versus Razor Ramon wow. for the championship. And then, of course, the Royal Rumble. Look at the new generation was uh, about to be in full swing there. That's cool. Yeah, Yoko. Yeah, Bam Bam Bigelow. Oh, there's Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund. Mr. Perfect, Tatanka, IRS, DiBiase, Undertaker, HPK, Nasty Boys, Umaga. <laughs> no, sorry. Kamala. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know who those guys are. That's uh, oh, that's the head shrinkers. Yeah, Bam Bam Yokozuna, yeah. Crush Flair. Yeah, that's cool. It's a good looking poster right January twenty ninety two. Ninety two, yeah, January ninety two. I think it was Jan. No, that doesn't make sense. Uh, ninety three. Yeah, yeah. Because ninety two is one that Flair won. January, yeah. So yeah, pretty cool. I figure we'll put it over there because like there's like brick over there. So I figure we I need the, I need to fix that spot right there. So yeah. Anyways. Man, that uh, heart razor remote match is probably pretty good. How long was it? Almost 18 minutes. Oh, whoa. That's cool. HBK versus Janetti for the Intercontinental title. Oh, poor Janetti. Interesting. We need to decide what Rebels we're going to do for uh, going in review this month. I know, we do. We need to figure out. 92 is one of them. Well, yeah. Well, I want like significant. I want like significant ones. The ninety-two one's good. It's got flair. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't mind like trying out the first one, and then it was eighty-eight or eighty-nine. Yeah, eighty-eight. I like they use the same artwork for two year two years in a row. Golly, freaking Patreon's killing my soul right now. I was being slow. Uh, no, it's just you know you put your cursor over something and it mm-hmm. just like shows mm-hmm. their name. All right, here we go. Some questions. Uh. Oh, this is a good one. Alex Foster. If you had to have... This is a great question. This is like a truth exposed question. If you had to have a living wrestler haunt you as a ghost part-time, <clears throat> who would you pick? So he's he's current, but he's able to astrally project himself yeah. and haunt you part-time. Who would it be? Um, Biggie. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be, that'd be tons fun. of fun. That'd be a that'd lot be of fun. Tons of fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say Mandy Rose. She seems like she's got a lot of. Uh, she seems like a funny person. That'd be pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, hey, Mandy Rose, what's going on? <laughs> a little ghost, ghost Mandy Rose. 
Richard Ely, man, you guys are early today enjoying you and my workout. Cool. This is part of the new way. Yeah, we're at nine on nine. Nine every in the day. morning. Yeah. It's really me- it's really messing both of our internal schedules up. A lot. Sleep wise, every in every fashion. There, there's, basically see, sleep wise, I'm actually okay. Like I, I like getting up early because I get to do more stuff. But you know, like the the internals of my body, they're take, still figuring takes, that yeah, out. Man. They're periods. still figuring that out. Uh, Joe Juarez, hey, last night showed that Vince can put on an amazing product. It makes me sad that it has to take small crowds, ratings, and all elite wrestling to make it happen. SmackDown's been consistently really, really good for a it's long time. It's been consistently good, but there there have been some signs of even further improvement. I yeah. think like that Destroyer, the Daniel Bryan stuff. More Almas on TV. More Almas on TV. Almas picking up a win. Ollie to the main roster full time. I mean, even <clears throat> even that. And I wonder. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this: hmm. Is there any correlation there? The all elite wrestling thing, or is this? Is it? Is the improvement simply like a ratings thing? Like, hey, we know that enthusiasm's down. I imagine I I the, the all elite thing. I wonder if, if some of that is is Kenny Byrne, if they're feeling burned from Kenny going with them. Oh, if, maybe if that was kind of a wake up call. Like man, we threw everything we possibly could, assuming he signs with all elite. Yeah, we threw everything we possibly could. It also kind of makes me wonder if, if that's just a big sign that Kenny is signing with all elite. Yeah, maybe because if he if he decided to go to WWE, and they knew that. Then you know, would they really? Well, I think be? it wouldn't just be Kenny. I mean, I think the Young Bucks in their thing uh, on being the elite, their note to Triple H um, about, yeah, we see in the Raw Tag Team Division, we don't want any part of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's probably a lot of truth to that. Yeah, I think so. And they see the landscape in WWE, and it's like, okay, well, how does this necessarily benefit us beyond just the financial aspect yeah. of it? Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, The Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. But throwing everything I know at Kenny and then him still saying, no, I want to go to All Elite, that's, that's got to raise an eyebrow and get mm-hmm. some, some people mad. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I say people, I mean Vince. I, I think Triple H probably cares, but I don't think tri- – Triple H doesn't strike me as a guy who'd go petty. Yeah. He just doesn't. I can be wrong. Um, Jurgen Johnson & Johnson's, uh, have you ever seen a bigger no-sell – then Becky on that spear from Charlotte right into the disarmor to Carmella. Yeah, she got it pretty quick. Liam Wagner has a point, though. He says, Warrior no selling the pedigree. Yeah. That was the bigger no sell. Yeah. That's a mess. That was probably the <laughs> top no sell ever. That was pretty funny, though. Uh, let's see here. Maynard Leiden, should Aleister Black go to SmackDown on who should be his first feud? He feels like a raw guy, he but does yeah, feel like a raw guy. At this point, I'd rather see him on SmackDown. Yeah, creative on SmackDown's way better. Did you see uh, Heavy Machinery had some sort of they uh, had a dark match? Had a dark match on and SmackDown. Did EC3 have another one? Oh, I didn't hear that. What well, is he posted on Twitter his his Titantron screen in the arena and just oh. had hashtag uh, hashtag uh, SD Live. Oh, no kidding. That's interesting. Maybe about, he did. I didn't, I didn't hear, hear about, about it. it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, all eat wrestler. 
Almas may be my favorite in-ring wrestler to watch, but I'm tired of him not being in any real storylines. Do you think there is a possibility they will transition from Almas's win into a feud with Ray? I hope so. It feels that way. Mm-hmm. It, like whenever they have somebody who hasn't won in a while pick up a win, sometimes it's the start of something. Even if it's a mini push, it's a start to something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do hope that. I mean, I yeah, it'd be great if, if if they got almost in something something resembling a storyline. Yeah. Uh, Lewis Griffin, are they starting a rivalry between Daniel Bryan and R-Truth? I don't think it's a real rivalry, but I will say this. How great is it that R-Truth was in a match against the WWE champion? Mm-hmm. Like, again, mm-hmm. this is a guy who on Raw would be in the loser's locker room on SmackDown. They know how to use him. Yep, yep. Are you surprised at all that that – that role, I mean, Art. Look, I personally, I prefer Art Truth just because I think he's got like loads of charisma. He's really funny. But is it surprising you at all that they, they wouldn't roll with like Ty Dillinger in that spot? Well, he's out hurt still. Oh, he's still hurt. Okay. Yeah. As far as Do I know, you think they would be rolling with Ty Dillinger in that spot? Probably not. No, probably not. I just feel like you got that guy who's like sort of, I don't know. But if you're if you're right, if he's still injured, then you're probably right then. Um, David Proc. Early prop bet here. What do you? Who do you think will be the Iron Man or woman in this year's Rumble? Oh, Last question. year it was Finn and Sasha. Yeah. I mean, how do you not? How do you not bet on Seth for Iron Man? This yeah. Year? I mean, any year, pretty much. Yeah. But a lot of years he's like in actual matches. I'm gonna say Seth. Seth and Bailey. I'm gonna say Seth and Ember Moon. Uh, Alex C says Mustafa Ali for Iron Man. That's a good. I pick. could see that. That's I a could good see pick that. Too. Yes. Um, oh, yes. this is a good one. Jason the cabbie. Abraham Lincoln, mm-hmm. America's first president in the Wrestling Hall of Fame, stumbles upon the raw gate and finds himself in modern-day WWE. Who gives him his best match? I think it would be someone who's a, a really good ring technician. Yeah. So Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Um, Samoa Joe, maybe. I think that he could have a killer match if he landed in 1999 against Regal. Oh, yeah. That's the match that I that's would good. want. That's Abraham good. Abraham Lincoln versus William Regal. Or actually fast forward a few years, I think maybe when Regal was doing, he's a man. Right, yeah. Just a, such a part a of the man. program could be out there, both of them chopping wood. Chopping wood, yeah. Doing stuff Building like that. Building log cabins. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. And then uh, Regal drives up in his car and Lincoln's head just... What I is know, that? I know. He pulls out his, his Nokia brick from his pocket. <laughs> right, what is yeah. this? What is this? Magic numbers. Uh, let's see here. Uh, ah, uh, this is a good question here. Eric, the base hit King Blaha. And I'll even extend it to anybody else. Although I currently love his work, is there any part of you that in hindsight... Wishes Daniel Bryan didn't re-sign with WWE last year and went to All Elite Wrestling instead. Open that up. Like, people who have re-signed, like, last year. Like Kevin Owens? Like Kevin Owens. Any Is there any part of you that was like, man, I'd really like to see what they could have done with Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, we kind of got that with Pac. Yeah. You know, that's sort of like, that's sort of the, I would say, like, my number one. I mean, Daniel Bryan, maybe. On the other hand, I kind of think that if you look at Daniel Bryan's title run so far, it's been really like stellar match with AJ Styles. Yeah. Stellar match with Brock Lesnar. Dropping some awesome promos. Yeah. I mean, how do you argue with any of that? You know, those are two matches that are probably better than, well, I'm not going to say against Kenny and all elite or against Pac necessarily and all elite, but those are two really good matches. Yeah. Those are yeah. two Pretty high-profile matches. That being said, Finn Balor and his contract's up. I want to see what he can do in all-league wrestling. Uh, Wolfpack for life. Whose individual finishers would make a great tag team finisher? He says a Claymore and Daniel Bryan's knee plus. Ouch. Like That's, ooh, yeah. That's a rough one. Like Ciampa and Gargano going yeah. directly at somebody. Man. Um, okay. Is there any way we could get... <laughs> a code breaker RKO combo. Like Yeah, yeah. I'm here and then Orton's above me. Yeah. <laughs> what about a doomsday eclipse? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. 
So like, uh, is the dude up on his shoulders? Yeah, yeah. And, and Ember Moon does the eclipse. Oh, that's a and good one. So the person one. who has the person taking on the shoulders falls with him. Yeah, that could be good. Oh, that's a good. I like that. That's that could good be one. really dangerous, but it could be good. Doomsday Eclipse. It's even got a good name to it. Uh, oh, this is a non-starter right here. Eddie Jose Guevara Menivar asks, "How do you successfully split the Usos?" You don't successfully meaning they both get over by themselves in the future. I I think that's that's impossible. You'd have to you'd have to rebrand them in such a dramatic way. Mm-hmm. Like here's here's kind of how you do it. Which one? Uh, Jimmy's married to Naomi, right? Correct. He would have to basically adopt her gimmick, and <clears throat> they would be, you know, like a married wrestling tandem. You know, they do mixed tag matches together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would come out for each other's matches, but he would have to feel the glow. He would have to glow up and like do a bunch of crazy dance stuff. And then the other Uso would have to do something completely different. Maybe yeah. he would do like, um, I saw, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jason Momoa. Yeah. Doing that uh, battle dance thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the red carpet. Yeah. And the Usos used to do something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. right? So he would have to then be I, uh, Aquaman. Okay. So rebrand him as Aquaman. Aquaman, okay. Yeah. All right. King of the Seas. And Jimmy Usclo. <laughs> uh, Lee- yes, Usclo. Liam Wagner says, in kayfabe, how do superstars get into the production trucks? Through the door? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? How do they get in there? They just, they just walk in. They walk in. They're not like... Like, they exist in kayfabe, obviously. Yeah. They just what open do you mean? the door how and walk in. in. They just walk in. They just walk in. Uh, James Fletcher, why is Shelton not being used at all? He is so good, deserves at least the U.S. title. He is great. He is great, man. We had him on uh, We Book Raw. Probably not going to see him for a while, but he's great. Oh, man, J.C. Zephyr, do you think Mandy Rose belongs on Temptation Island after her stalking Jimmy Uso once again? Uh, Are you going to watch Temptation Island? No, I remember watching that in its original run. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm good. It's isn't it kind of it's kind of funny like the, all that stuff sort of originated with the the original real world, and then like eventually within like five years they realize that people just want to see these people bone. I think like originally Temptation Island was a spinoff or at least inspired by a show I think called Paradise Hotel. Okay, yeah. which is kind of like what Bachelor in Paradise became, where they yeah. just put a bunch of single people in a you know like a tropical hotel and see what happens. Yeah. You know? But that, it, but it, there's like a game show aspect to it where people are eliminating stuff. Like it started that. out, real world started out as such a great social experiment. I know it, it did. really did for like three years. Yeah, and then it's like, oh wait a second, people really want to see all these people bone in different iterations or fight or or literally fight. Yeah, yeah, and then get kicked out. Scandal. Yeah, yeah. they want to see scandal, so we're just gonna start manufacturing all this stuff and then, yeah. Uh, Rich Hardesty, uh, Claymore into the corner, set up for a coup de gras. So Clay, instead of uh, Finn's drop kick, Claymore than coup de gras. Claymore. And then followed up with by coup de gras. Okay, I like that. But I want to do the same. I want to do the move at the, the same, same time. time exactly. Yeah. 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 So it'd have to be, oh, a coup de gras, and then the other guy does a leg drop. There you go. Like, yeah. Could we get a razor's edge into something somehow? A razor's edge into. Uh... So you got the guy like this. You throw him over like that. What about a combo Claymore package pile driver? Okay, hold on a second. You Claymore the person as he's getting dropped on. Oh, that's just that's just mean. That's just mean. That's rude. Um, Isn't that kind of the point? Yes, it is. Uh, Your answer next qu- question. I'll get trivia card. Eric Funcher. Hey, while you're up, can you turn off the heat? Okay. It's freaking hot in this place. Eric Funcher. Was Carmella in the triple threat match last night so that neither Becky nor Charlotte, <coughs> excuse me, had to eat a pin so that no one lost their momentum? Yes, it is a time-honored tradition to take uh, two people who you really want to carry momentum and then a third person who you kind of don't really care about but still has some bona fides to then eat the pin. So that's exactly why she was in the match. But that's not to say that, you know, that's, that's still a really good spot for her. It's it is, okay. and she's completely deserving of being in that match. I Absolutely, think. yeah. I'd rather see that than a wonk finish. Yes. 
Um, ba, 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 ba. Uh, Crockpot champion, the uncanny ironfish. How will it come out? The Miz is the one who sent Mandy Rose out there to cost the Usos the match. They did have a mixed tag match together. Yeah, yeah. You'd like to think that they that they would be setting up those those particular. This uh-oh. is a good one. Is that magnifique? Yeah, this is a fun one. All right, man. It's I like time this one a some, lot. Time for some trivia. By, by the way, today, $5 patrons and up get the uh, overrun episode with yes. chat trivia. Chat trivia. You, you can, can win, win a drawing. A sketch by either Steve or I. Yeah. If you want a good sketch, have Steve do it. Oh, man. This is a really fun card. Good. This is a fun one, too. All right. I'll go first. All right. Can you please give me the 10 gimmicks of Charles Wright? Oh, wow. So there's Kama, the ultimate fighting uh, machine. Uh, well, he was known as the Supreme Fighting Machine. Sorry, Supreme but Supreme yes, machine, correct. Yeah. Uh, Godfather, obviously. Um, yes. Now, okay, I'll, I'm going to give you a hint for the first one that you said. There is another angle on that one, too. So there's the Supreme Fighting Machine. And there, is there a nation of, uh, nation of Domination, comma? I'm going to say yes because they just go by, he goes by Kama Mustafa. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So that's oh, go ahead. three I got, I think. Yeah. Um, there's Papa Shango. Very good. Uh, right to Censor. What was his name in Right to Censor? Oh, shoot. Um, good Father. There you go. <laughs> um, two of these, three of these, four, five. Yeah, you're kind of at your limit. I'd be stunned if you got any of these other ones. Did you ever wrestle as Charles Wright? No. All right, now well, you not according it. to this. Okay, so apparently at one point he wrestled to somebody named Baron Smedley. Oh, I wouldn't have got that. The Pimp Father, which might have been post-WWE yeah, I think maybe. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Rocky Las Vegas, which mm-hmm. is like the worst kayfabe corner name ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that. Sir Charles. No. And the Soul Taker. No, I wouldn't have got that. Yeah. Either. All right, five. I'm happy with that. The, yeah. Yours is top 10 of the PWI 500 in 1995. 95? Yeah. Remember, kayfabe is very important to PWI. Think who was hot stuff in 1995? The Giant? No. That was 96, I think he debuted. Or was it late 95? Yeah, that was 90. That was Halloween. I think it's like September. Halloween Havoc 95? Okay, I, I think it's like September to September. Okay. Or July right. to July. July 94 to July 95. Is there? Uh, well, Hogan. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I got to put a finger up. Um... Flair? Uh, no. Diesel? Yes, number one. Oh, that makes sense. Um, let's see here, Diesel. I'll go with uh, Brett. Number four, yes. Okay. 95, 95, 95. What a weird year. Uh, Shawn Michaels? Correct, number two. Wow, okay. That makes sense. Um, let's say Sid. No. No. Undertaker? No. No. Wow. Oh, no. Uh, let's see here. I have one more in my head. Um, 95. Uh, Macho Man? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I've got one more guess. Yeah. <clears throat> 95. Can I ask for a hint? Are there any Japanese wrestlers? Yes. Okay. I don't even know why. Chono. No, it's Misawa as a Japanese wrestler. But also Vader, who at the time, no, he was in WCW then. Sting was three. Sabu was five. Wow. Vader, seven. Razor Ramon, nine. Misawa, ten. Razor, wow. Big IC champion at the time, I think. Yeah, I think so. Wow. I think so. I think Good so. Stuff. Man, look at that. And in a tie. Nice. Go me and go you. Yeah. yeah. Mediocrity those across other, the board. Those other fives were just like so. Like Rocky Las Vegas. What the heck is that? Yeah, I know. Sir Charles and the Soul Taker. The Soul Taker from the River Stygian. Anyways. It's funnier not to, to use that word incorrectly. I know. Uh, so yeah, is. thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Yes, thank you very much. Let's get some music for and, you uh, guys. Patrons, stick around. We'll be back for Overrun in about 10-15 minutes. Correct. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye.
Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.